Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Property Talk on the Tyne. So today I'm going to share with you how you can find property deals on the property portals such as Rightmove using photographs. So not using prices, not using the filter system or not using fancy keywords, just purely by browsing photographs. And let's be honest, we all enjoy looking at the pictures, don't we? So, right, first tip is let's give you a bit of an idea as to how you can find deceased estate properties. So everybody knows a deceased estate property is, you know, someone who's passed on, the family members have had a grant of probate and they've been put in a position where they need to sell the property because more times than not, it's of no use to the family. So one of the ways that we can find this is, is by looking through the photos and what clues are we looking for in the photos? Well, I'm about to tell you. The first one is, and again, I might be stereotyping elderly people here, but, you know, there's no wrongdoing here. I don't mean it in a bad way, but you need to be looking out for flowery curtains and carpets. Um, you know, the elderly people are of a generation where if it's not broke, don't fix it. So, you know, they're quite happy to have old carpets, old kitchens, you know. And again, their tastes are a little bit different than what the modern persons are now. So definitely look for all that style decor, you know, your tartan carpets, your flowery curtains and carpets, all that sort of stuff. Not only that, you can look for mobility aids in photographs as well. You very often you'll see Zimmer frames in the photographs. You might see handrails. Um, in bathrooms, you, you very, very often see that the only modern room in a deceased estate property is the shower room, is the property's been adapted for the owner's mobility needs. Um, so look up, out for mobility aids. You know, that could be anything from handrails through to stair lifts, etc. Look for, again, the same from the outside. Is there a ramp to get into the property? Have they been wheelchair-bound, etc. <clears throat> Additionally to that, you can also look and look for properties that have no furniture in any of the photographs um, or within the descriptions. They may say vacant possession, although I've told you to look at the pictures, not read the descriptions. So, again, sometimes you see that, though, and that can be a clue that it's a deceased estate. So, again, look for older-style properties where, you know, they look like they need some work. Keep your eyes open for mobility aids and the lack of furniture. Um, I think you'll probably find some empty properties which are deceased estates. And, again, we all know those guys are quite motivated to sell. So second thing is repossessions. Now, everybody loves a repossession. I don't know why, because they tend to sell for more or less what they're worth, but there is the odd bargain here or there to be had. And the way that we spot those is by looking for numerous different things. So the first one that I would suggest you look out for, and the most common, is tape. Now, the tape will be over taps, toilets, sinks, and boilers. And that tape is there to say that the system's been drained down so that if there's any burst pipes or anything, then it doesn't cause any damage to the house. And it is something that the asset managers do on a regular basis. As soon as they get the property, they do drain down the systems. So look out for tape. Um, again, when you're browsing through right move in the property ports, have a look. That's so obvious to spot. And you should be able to see those. But if you can't see tape, if the photographs have been taken prior to the plumber getting there, 
then there is a couple of other clues that you can see. So the second one that I always look out for is a viewing sheet. Now, the viewing sheet is just like a little bit of a register as to who's been to the property and who's visited. And it's a sheet that has to be filled in by both estate agents who are marketing the property. And it has to be left in the property and it's for insurance purposes. So the, the, and the asset management company, if there was ever a break-in, could prove to the insurance that the property had been visited every other day for the last month. You know, and hadn't been left empty for a prolonged period of time with no visitors. Because empty periods of time attracts vandalism, burglary, etc. So that's the second one. Look out for a sheet. And if you want to look for where it tends to be, it tends to be on a windowsill in the living room because it's the first room you go in. Or more times than not, it's left on a kitchen bench with a pen. So keep your eyes open for that. The other one, and this is probably a bit of a harder spot, is to look out for what's called a seven-day notice. Now, what that is, it's a single A4 piece of paper that's left in the front window of the property, and it's a notice to the previous occupants or previous owners of the property to say you have seven days in which to collect your property possessions, sorry, your possessions from the property before they're disposed of. And it'll have contact details for the agent who's selling the property, you know, to say, you know, this property has been cleared on the 26th of May or whatever it is. You have until the 2nd of June to make yourself known to Bears Estates on the West Road, 019 or before the property goods are disposed of. So, again, it tends to be a single A4 piece of paper and it tends to be taped into the front living room window or onto the front door. So that's a key on there. Now, again, if you were going to look through the descriptions, you could use the key term public notice because they do publish the offers on the first offer that they receive. So that's one way that you can find them via that route. A um, couple of the more uncommon ones who are, tend to be motivated sellers is births and deaths. Um, now, births, one of the things I would do, particularly when I was looking through right move photos, is I would actually count the number of beds that are on a property or the number of cots, etc. Because we've just recently saw the property and the vendor was really, really motivated. Lovely vendors, by the way. Um, so thank you for using us, by the way. Um, and they had a little one-bedroom bungalow. And I think I had twins first. So they ended up with two kids. That was great because, you know, the twins could just share the room with them until they were of a certain age. But then child number three came along. So, you know, at one point in the bedroom, I think there was a double bed. There was a set of bunks and there was a cot. So that was all in one bedroom. And they were desperate to move, bless them, because they needed the space. Um, you know, they were lucky enough to have twins and lucky enough to have a one-bedroom bungalow. And the numbers just didn't work. So they were very motivated to sell. And in the end, they actually sold them and went into rented accommodation. And they took a bit of a hit on that price because the house wasn't the most important thing to them. The space actually was. So... Again, if you do count the number of beds in the property and give you clues as to how many people are living there and whether the property is overcrowded, and by overcrowded, we know that those vendors are going to be motivated to sell. And the final one and probably one of the toughest ones to spot is a divorce. So these are definitely the hardest by a mile to spot and I've only probably spotted one or two of these over time. And the way I've spotted these is by looking at, you find a lot of married couples have photo frames that hold maybe 10, 12, 15 photographs in. You know, they're always in the hallway or in the living room on the wall showing all the family memories. 
and you'll find if it's a kind of a, you know, if it's not the most civil of splits, then, you know, you'll find that Mr. or Mrs. will have taken all the photographs out of the, the photo frame of that of their ex-partner or their ex-husband or their ex-wife. Um, and the, they'll have done it on the basis that they're going to replace those photos at some point. But when you're getting divorced, people tend to be in a hurry just to get the property sold because they want to get on and start their own life and start a new chapter. So replacing those photos fell lower in the priority list than just getting the house on the market and getting it sold. So you will spot photo frames with missing photos. And I bet you me bottom dollar that's because Mr. or Mrs. has removed the pictures of their ex-partner. So that's one of the clues as to how to find a motivated seller who is going through a divorce. Now, again, there is other types of properties that you can kind of spot, but these are the key ones that I would suggest to look for. And um, the main two being the, you know, the deceased estates or the clients who've gone into kind of care homes and the repossession properties, because those guys are the ones who want to get the property sold for the best price possible in the quickest period of time, because time's probably the most important aspect to them. The births and the divorces, they are a lot more money motivated than what the other two are. And, you know, that's just because they need the money for, the, for their online purchases or to start their lives elsewhere. So thank you once again for tuning in. I hope this has been useful. I'll continue to post tips. And if you're looking for some formal education, you know, if, the, if these investment tips are great, but you'd love to kind of know how to put them into practice, then we do offer a training course. Um, it's hosted by myself. It's six two-hour sessions, and, you know, we do have a couple of spaces coming up for June. So if that was of interest, you can get a free 15-minute consultation, and we'll talk you through what's involved in that. Um, but failing that, keep tuning in, and thank you very much for your time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories, and exciting guests. With your host, Tony Fares.